Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me is always my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Much. We've had a good week and a better week than Brandon's had. That's for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Carol, why don't you tell us? About what's going on with the Walsh clan. Well, I mean, basically this is a fatal attraction, 90210 style. Yeah, pretty much. So, you know how we were all happy that Emily was sticking around? (laughs) (laughs) Not so much anymore. This is why all of Brandon's girlfriends are murdered. (laughs) (laughs) So, I thought they had pretty clearly broken up at the end of the last episode. It seemed like it. He, he was said like, he didn't want anything to do with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seems pretty pretty final. But apparently she didn't get that. She said, I won't be ignored, Brandon. <laughs> he moved his locker. Now, it's been two weeks. They mentioned that. You yeah. know. So he moved his locker, probably, I'm guessing, because she kept coming around. She is still on the school paper where he is, right? Yeah. She's everywhere where he is. His friends are telling him, you know, you need to tell her, you need to tell her. But he already told her. Like, how much more clear do you have to be? You know, when I'm when I'm <laughs> cleaning my face, <laughs> you don't have to just stare at me doing this. Why are you cleaning your While face talking, while recording because, a show? Because I, there's a little peanut butter on me. I had to take a pill, and I need to eat before I take a pill. Grandpa has to take a pill. stop. <laughs> you just stare doing it that's so rude stop <laughs> where else do you want me to look i don't know just look away <laughs> look away i'm hideous look away <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness okay <laughs> oh microphones are going all over the place now so um at the paper they've been getting these weird letters mm-hmm like threatening the students and signed all this son crazy of sam stuff. <laughs> right <laughs> And there's this one kid who wants to publish them. <laughs> From the gutters of New York. <laughs> Mr. Breslin. That's the that's the newspaper reporter who the son of Sans son of Sans. Son of Sans? <laughs> Sans store? The son the son of the Sands Corporation, which okay. owns the casinos. No, the son of Sam sent him letters, Jim okay. Breslin. Yeah, so the um the paper is receiving these letters. Yeah. And the blaze. Andrea will not will not uh, dignify them with you know posting them. Yeah, one of the one of the guys says we should post this. It's like political satire, and it's the thing says the le- the letter says. Did you ever notice that the people that live above Melrose or whatever, some street, Sunset Boulevard, something like that, are empty-brained, like they have the biggest egos and the smallest brains or something like that. And like I said, what is that satirizing? Right. How is that satire? (laughs) Do you think that they're not serious? That they're satirizing someone criticizing Beverly Hills people? I don't don't understand how that's satire. Yeah, I think he just doesn't understand the meaning of the word satire. Oh, the newspaper is the the best place for him to be then. (laughs) Right. Seriously, we were introduced to Jimmy Olsen for like five minutes in this episode, and I'll bet he never comes back. Jimmy Olsen? Yeah, that's what he looks like. Okay. What a scoop, Andrea. (laughs) You don't know who Jimmy Olsen is? 
No. Superman's friend? Nope. He works at the Daily Planet okay. with Superman. Well, that makes sense. We might see To that. everyone else, it did make sense right <laughs> away, yes. Oh my gosh, you're being mean again. <laughs> he was making fun of me earlier about my blonde moments. I'm not blonde, nor do I act like a blonde. No offense, blondes. But you have moments. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You can't deny that. Maybe. Anyway. She accidentally said drive through movie theater instead of drive in. And I said a drive through movie theater would be like you drive, you know, like you go up to McDonald's and someone opens the window and just shouts a plot summaries to you. Like Marty McFly needs to go back in time to save his parents' marriage. And I said, You can't do that in the winter. <laughs> She was still talking about drive yeah. drive in movies, but <laughs> just mean. Or every once in a while, you'll just come up to me and be like, "We got a letter," <laughs> and then I'm supposed to like I'm a detective. <laughs> you, that's what you do in conversations. You lay little clues around. Shut up. And then I have to discern their meaning. You know, it wouldn't kill you to ask. Just ask. <laughs> ask a question. Do you want to give me information? Why do I have to work for oh, it? Who is the letter from? What does it say? That's not an he answer to my question. Me. I say we got a letter and he just stares at me. That's not an answer to my what question. What's your question? Do you want to convey information to me? Yes. Then it's your job to do that. Okay. <sighs> um, you guys are lucky that she just doesn't stare at the microphone <laughs> with an expectant look on her face like, come on, guys. <laughs> Do you want to know what happened this week? You better call in. You're such an asshole. <laughs> okay. Okay. Brandon and Emily. Yep. <laughs> um, Brandon goes to the Peach Fit. Mm-hmm. Because she keeps calling his house. And hanging up. Right. So Steve's like, come on, let's get out of here. Get you, get your mind off of it. Mm -hmm. And then he takes the phone off the hook, so she can't keep calling. So then she's like, okay, he's, I'm going to go to the peach pit where I know he'll be. How does she know he'll be there? I she, don't has, know. she has cameras. She's probably just in or, the bushes yeah, watching yeah, him. She has a tracker in this car. So... She shows up there, and he's, he tells her, like, look, I don't want to be mean. You know, I just, you know, I don't want to think we should go out anymore, blah, blah, blah. Steve says you got to just, you got to just be straight with her. Just tell her it's over. Like a Band-Aid, rip it off fast. Right. Which he already did. I don't want anything to do with you. That's what he said. He should yeah. not have to say anything else. But like you said, apparently she thinks this is just a fight. Right. So... He walks her, because he's a gentleman, he walks her to her motorcycle, and her tire's been slashed. Yeah. Which, the guy in the letter said that he wanted to slash everyone's BMW tires. Which, you know, motorcycle, BMW, not the same. No. Not not even a little. Very few motorcycles made in Germany, actually. <laughs> and she is so, so upset about having had her tire slit mm -hmm. that... She doesn't want to be alone in her house where her, her parents, parents are, are gone for the parents weekend. Parents are out of town. And Brandon, I don't feel safe being home. alone. 
Someone went to the peach pit and slashed my tires. Obviously, they know where I live. Right? (laughs) Oh, she's such a manipulative bitch freak. Anyway, he brings her home. The real actress is lovely, though. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure. Shannon Doherty, Miss Brenda. (laughs) Shut up. She is not happy. Because she doesn't like Emily in the first place. No, never has. And now she has to let her sleep in her room. Well, she hooked up with Dylan when they weren't together. What? When Emily first, well, the first time that we saw Emily, remember you were like, oh, she looks familiar to me. The first time that we saw Emily, she, when she moved to West Beverly, she, uh, Shannon Doherty, you know, Brenda and Dylan were not dating. And she hooked up with Dylan. And then the next night she went out with Brandon. She made dates with both of them. And she fucked Dylan and then she went out with Brandon. I don't remember any of this. Yeah, it happened. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yes. You're not just messing with me. Nope. As she much fucked as I love Dylan. Yeah. And okay. Why doesn't Dylan act like he even knows her? <laughs> I t- he does know her. I mean he doesn't act like he likes her, that's for sure. Well, I don't think he likes her anymore. <laughs> He liked her that one night. Yeah. But she said, okay, never mind. We'll get there. But I mean, she says in this episode that she wanted Brandon to be her first time. Does she? Yeah. Oh, weird. Actually, she kind of implies that he was her first time, but I don't know that they had sex. Maybe she didn't have sex with Dylan. She definitely dated him. Okay. She definitely went on a date with him and then the next day went on a date with Brandon. Okay. Weird. Very weird. <clears throat> Slut. <clears throat> anyway. Well, apparently that's what everyone made her feel like. Yes. That's what she says. <laughs> she, so you would have been right there with them. Right. Um, well, and, you know, Brenda and Brandon's bathroom connects to mm-hmm. their bedrooms. Yeah. It's like it's like a little walkway. Um, it's like this house was made just for them. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, they share a bathroom. How many bathrooms do you think that house has? Three? There's probably one attached to the parents' bedroom, the one attached to their bedroom, and then one downstairs. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. Makes sense. Rich people. Yeah, their company, his company pays for that that house. That's so crazy. Can you imagine? And then he has a salary. Like, oh, let's let you live in a house for free and give you money to live on. A house in California. In Beverly Hills. It's not like it's in Idaho. Right. <laughs> you know? Beverly Hills house. They're paying some money for that house. So she goes through this bathroom and at first is just creepily touching his stuff and Mm -hmm. staring at him while he sleeps. Yep. Which I was like, crawl in bed with him. It'd be less creepy. (laughs) And she does. And she starts kissing him. And she put something. She put something in his drink that he didn't want or knew was there. And now... And it went in his mouth, you know, when he drank it. And now I think she wants to put something in her mouth. Wow. <laughs> that he's not going to know <laughs> till he wakes up. Wow. That was, that was. That was a long way. One step too far. Was it? <laughs> that's, that's over the line. <laughs> Constantly criticizing Another human being's looks like she's pretending like she's 45 years old. <laughs> that's okay. But that's over the line, huh? I guess not. Right. Okay, so <clears throat> Brandon wakes up. One time I, on this show, I implied that I got a kick out of seeing dogs incinerated. 
<laughs> but this is one step over the line. Never mind. You do whatever the hell you want. <sighs> yeah, freak. So <clears throat> he wakes up and is making out with her. Yeah. And then has more willpower than any other 17-year-old boy in America. And even though he's woken up from sleep to mm-hmm. a girl in his bed, yeah, ready to go, says no. Yeah. Would you be able to do that? It depends on who it was. If it was her? Yeah, I think I'd say no. Because it wasn't you. Aww. Are we dating in this scenario? He's single, so no. I don't know then. That's a hard <laughs> thing. That's a hard thing to say. Right. So, <clears throat> turns out in the morning... Mrs. Walsh is on the phone with uh, Emily's mother who called looking for her because, you know, she never came home last night because, you know, they're not out of town. Liar. (laughs) She is a pathological liar in this episode. I think overall, I mean, I think it was pretty dishonest what she did to him. She probably lies a lot. Yeah. So what else is going on? There's a float. They're building a float for because they finally beat. Uh, Beverly Hills, or is it says West Beverly beat Beverly High? Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's West Beverly and Beverly. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, so they are building a float for whatever, celebrating this stupid thing, a football game. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> she steals Brandon's favorite shirt. To go out and help them put together a float. His 87 championship Minnesota twin shirt. It says Walsh on it. Yeah. I don't understand. He played for the Minnesota twins. He did not. In 1987. Liar. <laughs> no, I think his parents probably got it for him. That's my guess. So it's a authentic, it looks like an authentic Minnesota twins jersey. I'm sure it's, you know, because they, there's a whole thing. There's knockoffs of jerseys and stuff like that. And then there's one's actually licensed by major league baseball so that they're you know like rep like actual replicas they they could be like they're made just the way that the shirts of the players wear so i'm assuming it's one of those which means it's more expensive and then you can get them customized so i'm guessing that one when the minnesota twins won at least in the parlance of the show that when the minnesota twins won the world series in 1987 that his parents bought him this shirt you know authentic shirt and customized his name on the back and the the number 87 for the year that they won. Right. That's cool. So, yeah, I mean, it's like a keepsake. They they made it, they got it in a large size because it fits him now. <laughs> right. So she walks out in it, and he doesn't say anything. Like, nope. I would have said something yeah, immediately. Yeah, he doesn't say anything right away. He's kind of a pussy. Other people, yeah, he does. Other people say something, at least to him, or they say things. They look directly at the camera and say, <laughs> well, I wouldn't do that. And she goes over to Andrea. Andrea. And says, oh, yeah, I ended up staying the night here because, you know, things got a little hot. Like, what the fuck? And I had nothing else to put on. What about the clothes that you came in with? Right. Can you just put those back on? Those clothes are stained forever now. <laughs> They're stained with their love juices. Oh, God. <laughs> In her mind. Yeah, that's not over the line. She's so crazy. Like, she probably thinks they did have sex. Like, she's just, this is my reality now, so. Right. Because, um, yeah, later she talks like they had sex. To him. Kind of, yeah. Like, 
says he makes her feel like a slut. Which I don't see how. No, that's not her saying. That's not her saying that they had sex. Well, she said he, she wanted him to be the one mm-hmm. for her first time. And that he made her feel like a slut. Okay. So that sounds to me like they had sex. I don't think that that's the implication. Okay. Well, the implication to Andrea is definitely that they had sex. Yes. She's lying to Andrea. I think she must know that Andrea has a crush on him. Maybe. Because Andrea was... was Abby, like, very jealous of her just a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah, she's uh, she's trying to mark her, her territory, but it's not her territory anymore. No. And then she gets paint on it. Yes. And says, oh, little club soda will take it out. You don't do that to somebody. No. No good. He's like, out of all the shirts, Brenda has shirts. I have other t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Why that shirt? So <clears throat> he is still being too nice. And he does tell her, you know, kind of like, stay away from me, whatever. Um, Andrea, then, because she brings her an old-fashioned typewriter and tells her some story about it, is all warmed up to her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you should come for pictures with the float that you helped us make. What are you doing? He you deserve to be there. rid of her. Right. You deserve <laughs> to be there. She's like, I'm quitting the paper because I don't want Brandon to have to see me. And and all this stuff. But yeah, she brings her a really nice old typewriter. And um, Andrea figures out when she gets another letter that the letter's on the same typewriter. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They don't say exactly how she figures that out. Well, Although typewriters... looks the same. Yeah, typewriters are I- idiosyncratic in that way. Yeah, she's an she's a investigator. I have a royal typewriter. A black royal typewriter from like the late 60s mm-hmm. and you can tell that it's you know that it's different from other typewriters but i'm sorry i jumped one one thing ahead here so they actually do you know go take pictures with this float mm-hmm. and while they're standing there posing for the picture she fucking leans over and starts kissing brandon's neck yeah that was like the like she wants the a picture worst. she wants a picture with them with her kissing his neck i think that's so fucked up like, you don't do that to a person. Mm-hmm. So then he loses his shit. Rightly. I'm sorry. Yeah. He went off on her. He said some mean things. She deserved every fucking word of it. Oh, yeah. He's like, look, I've, I've tried to be nice to you. I've tried to do this the nice way. I don't want anything to do with you. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. I'm done. So. <clears throat> and then she kind of tells him off. Yeah. And that's when she says that she wanted him to be her first and that he's made her feel like a slut and all this mm-hmm. bullshit. Bullshit. All of it. Yeah. He's done nothing to her. He's been nothing but nice to her. That's right. So then Andrea figures out about the letters that they've been coming from Emily. And Emily leaves 16 messages on Brandon's yeah. answering machine. Yeah. She talks about, oh, I miss the way you hold me and how you kissed me and like all this really like dirty shit. Yeah. And knowing his family's going to hear it. Yeah. And the dad correctly points out, he's like, you know, she obviously wanted us to hear this. That doesn't sound like a stable person to me. <laughs> right? <laughs> Andrea says she thinks she has borderline personality disorder, whatever that means. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know what that is. Well, so. technically, it's, technically, you're not able to diagnose a person with a personality disorder until they're at least 18. Oh, okay. Because their personality is not done being formed yet. 
but Carol's into all this stuff. I, I'm she st- knows I'm about studying this. I'm studying, and I want to. I want to go into uh, psychology, but um, <clears throat> yeah, she she could definitely be. She's definitely fucked in the head. That that would be uh, my professional diagnosis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. She wanted to be, but they didn't, they didn't get that far, <laughs> right? You're so gross. Um, so Emily goes and and destroys this float with paint. Yeah, explain this to me. She dumps paint all over it. She does. Then she methodically tears it down. Yeah, rips it out. Like pulls down the ribbons and all the shit. Then she's gonna light it on fire. She douses it in gasoline. She's gonna light it on fire. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't lighting it on fire do the whole job? Well, I think. I think it was a catharsis for her. So I think she was getting all of her anger and hate and shit out by yeah. doing that. And then, as you pointed out, because she was sitting on the float, I think that she was going to to light herself up with this. Yeah. Very possibly. Messed up. But but Dylan and Brenda find her. And apparently, you know, Dylan uh, is all into her from, uh, you know, before. <laughs> was all into her at I didn't point. say he was into well, her. Well, you're saying that he was in her. Yeah. So he acts like he does not. He's just like, Brenda, no, this is dangerous. He didn't want her by the fire. If the well, there's fire, no fire yet. Yeah. If, if, if she lit the thing on fire, he didn't want her by that. He Makes says, sense to me. Yeah. He says nothing to Emily. He just... Tries to get Brenda to stay away from her. But, of course, Brenda doesn't. She, you know, you act like just because he had sex with her that he should talk to her. Yeah. I don't talk to every woman I've had sex with. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really, if you saw them on the street, mm-hmm. you wouldn't at least smile and nod. You wouldn't acknowledge their existence. It depends on how it ended. Wow. For some, I might pull the brim of my cap down real low. <laughs> <laughs> so Brenda somehow manages to talk her down mm-hmm. and brings her back to their house. Why do people keep bringing her back to Brandon? <laughs> he just got rid of her life. Look what we found. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, he tells her to get some help. Mm-hmm. And she talks about how, you know, she has it like her, what her his parents ask if she's had problems like this before. Apparently, she had been institutionalized or something before. She had, she had had help before. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see if she uh, gets help and mm-hmm. becomes a uh, more permanent character. But I have a feeling she's going to disappear. Yeah, for sure. Like, now we're done with her. It was, like, four episodes, so... Yeah, she might be back. We'll see. Oh, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, I just, I'm glad she didn't kill a bunny. Right? There's... The, so the, other, the only other subplot in this episode is that Dylan can't stop making out with Brenda. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so they go... They, they, she says she wants to do other stuff... So the thing she comes up with is going to a fucking like string quartet concert. I don't understand this. And they go both times. Both times they're going to a concert. It looks like they're in the auditorium of a high school. Like not a rich high school either. Just like a regular rinky-dink high school. There's like 20 chairs. 
folding chairs with the people sitting there and like a very little stage and people playing, you know, stringed instruments and they're playing Vivaldi or whatever. And that's supposed to be what those teenagers want to do. It makes no sense to me. Well, I mean, I enjoy some classical music now and then. I guess, but I've never said, hey, let's go to multiple concerts of it. Yeah, it's a little odd, but, you know, Brenda's a little odd. So. But, the, you know, the first time they end up making out anyway. Mm-hmm. And then they then they go, they go back and she says, you know, we're going to try to build up a tolerance. <laughs> See how long they can stay away from each other. That's mm-hmm. so weird. And the thing is, doing that probably just makes it even harder in a way like right you know they're not supposed to and then so from a guy's perspective i can tell you it makes it even harder um (laughs) but that's That's what what he said that's what teenagers are supposed to do right yeah you know they're supposed to make out and shit yeah but like i said to you when we were watching it you know they've been together a long time so she's probably getting bored and wants to go on real dates yeah actually see a movie i can see that Girls get tired of it faster. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But that is our episode for the week, I think. Do you have anything else to say? No. You looked at me all shocked, like maybe it shouldn't be. (laughs) No, I'm good. All right. What what do you want to say to end the show? So if you have anything to say to us, you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. And be sure to tell your friends and give us the likes. That's right. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.